Or you're landing in your stock rig to full-on LS-powered two buggies on stickies. This is the Total Offroad Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Mike. And you're listening to episode 174. And we're live. Okay. What do you want to talk about today? Got my good friend uh, Mike Wolf here on the uh, uh, podcast today. I got my good friend Steven Summers on the podcast today. Oh, my keys. My keys are in my truck. We don't usually do stuff like this, you know, podcast together. Podcast together, yeah. Yeah, it's usually like either me and Darren or you and, I don't know, somebody. Somebody random. Oh, Jesus. Hey, that's an okay pop. It wasn't quite close enough to the microphone. It wasn't quite Steve level, but that's okay. Yeah, I I was trying to do something. All right, I got a bush latte. How exciting. It was the newest beer in the... uh, in the fridge. Oh, are you sick good. of drinking beers that expired in 2019? <laughs> or 20, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Things that. Yeah, things that are old, old, old. This is the newest beer, and it's 11 months old. Wow. So, I mean, it's not great. I mean, the beer is good. It tastes fine. I, um, so, anyway, what do you want to talk about today? Talk about aliens or nuclear power? Uh, we could talk about the beer I'm having. All right, let's talk about that. I'm having a Taze River. I'm pretty sure I'm saying that right. It It's spelled T-E-A-Y, but I'm pretty sure everybody in Lafayette, when I say it, I say Taze, and they're like, no, it's Taze. So anyway, Taze River, luscious brown. It's a brown Ooh. ale. It's an American brown ale. It's a, nothing really to write home about. It's pretty tasty if you like a brown ale, but it's only 5.2, so you know. It's, uh, it's drinkable. It's not super my cup of tea, but my plan was to buy a four pack. I actually bought a lot of beer from them last week uh, in preparation for Memorial Day weekend. And I was going to go visit my buddy, Mike Stark in Danville because it was his birthday. Actually, his birthday is today. He doesn't listen, but happy birthday, Mike. Anyway, Um, (laughs) and I was going to build him a four pack, which I did. But then the whole family ended up getting sick and we didn't. But he really enjoys brown ale. So I was going to bring him some. Right on. Yeah. I I like a good brown ale. I do too. It's just, I don't know. There's something about it where I'm like, I'm drinking it. Well, and I'm I mean, like, I, I kind of like this, but it's just not my go-to. Right. It's, yeah, I get what you're saying there. There's a, there's a few different ones I like. Um, I like a, uh, cream ales as well. I like ales in general, I think. Sure. Yeah. So anyway. Um, yeah. Sorry, I was trying to pair up the old roadcaster here and it won't pair to the thing for some reason you little brat are you trying to do special effects steven no i was just trying to pair my phone to it just so that if we wanted to call somebody we could but for some reason it's not pairing well that's unusual very very unusual well, Steve, I know that I'm not oh, doing a damn bit of off-roading, and I'm pretty sure that you're not either, but bleh. but mm-hmm. we are both going to a somewhat off-road oh adjacent event this adjacent. weekend. I, I completely, I was so caught up in hitting that goal for the month mm-hmm. that I just completely forgot about uh, that. I just completely forgot about that. Oh, you uh, forgot yes, that it was happening? Yes. Kind of. Not okay. really forgot, but like kind of shit. Reminds me, still haven't booked a hotel. Fuck. Damn. Yeah, I'm not great at this. 
I mean, I think that I'd have been so excited to go get my truck with a freshly like put in roll cage <laughs> that I could not have thought of anything else. But I mean, I, I get being yes. a business owner and being, you know, uh, yeah. side tangented. <clears throat> okay. You saw the monthly goal. Which one would you be more excited about your truck or the monthly goal? Uh, for that number, I think I'd be more excited about the monthly goal. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. And so that was and like that. Like I said, I've been kind of chasing after that for six months. So, um, but we've hit the goal. So now, boom, back to Topless Liberty. I can't freaking wait to go pick this thing up and drive it. They changed the U-joints. It's ready to rip and roar. It changes the like, U-joints. I don't do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but remember did... it had the squeaky U-joint? Oh, did it have a squeaky? I kind of remember that. Yeah, it had the, the one, the U-joint in the back was uh, bad. So like when you go in reverse, like, so they went ahead and changed it. I guess it was getting worse. Um, so they went ahead and changed that. And yeah, so I'm like super stoked about that. I'm super stoked to go pick that thing up and see it in person. That's going to be cool. Uh, yeah, for sure. Start making viral video content with it again and get people like, oh my God, that thing's so gay. You're going to uh, have to, first of all, <laughs> stop with that gay nonsense. Oh. And second of all, you need to immediately strip all the paint off the roll bar and polish it and get some polish wheels for it. Oh. No, I think the color on the roll bar is cool. I think it's cool, we'll too. Leave the, we'll leave the wheels. I just want to drive. I just want to drive it again. I used to love driving that thing. I need to figure out, once once I get it picked up and such, I need to figure out how I'm going to put a uh, top on it, like a um, Targa uh, canvas. Uh, yeah, Targa or canvas top or some variety. Yeah. Uh, just to cover, just to keep you from the sun. I was thinking about uh, calling, I, I'm guessing, I don't know. I was thinking, let's see here. I feel like Brendan said he had a material similar to the material of the um, those bags, the um, the scrap sacks that we mm-hmm. had last year for core. He said, I think he said he had a material similar to that. If we could get that double stitch, the edges, put some rings in it like a uh, like a tarp. Yeah, like a tarp or like a um, a sign, you know, when you do the, the oh, banners. banner. Yeah. Yeah. Banner. Just have him build me a couple of like banners out of it. Like I could just bungee it or something so i mean i'd probably zip tie it with some industrial string zip oh, ties yeah. i don't have no bungees that work. i got some farm grade zip ties they're like uh three eighths of an inch wide yeah something that won't just like snap when the wind hits it just yeah. right because i mean you're creating mm-hmm. a sail so i mean you want to make sure the thing doesn't go flying off <laughs> that's for sure but that would be so, nice if you had something that yeah. was solid enough that it would hold up to like you know interstate speeds shut off notifications and the thing still does it Really? Yeah. Windows update. Restart your computer. Install. Get out of here. Yeah, same. <laughs> but regardless, turn off your dang notifications. Mine don't make any noise. Why are you making noise? I turned them off. Oh my god! I think stupid. if I, I think if I mute it, it'll mute you. No, don't do that. Well, I mean, you can try Let's it. See. Oh yeah, Mike's gone. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> at least you tried. Yes. If I mute, if I mute it, I mute you. Um. So anyway. Yeah, I'm excited to go get that thing. What would you, what, no, not what would you, what are you going to do when you get uh, your truck back? Hmm, I don't know. Jump for joy? What's on the list? Go off-roading? Jumping. <laughs> yeah. You got a timeline? Uh, I would love to see it back by September so I could go to core in my truck. Yeah, that would be nice. Wouldn't <laughs> it? A year. <laughs> What'd you say? He's coming up on those summer shine dates. Right. The summer shine timeline. 
Or it takes year. a year and a half to get something back. Uh-huh. Yeah, something like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes sometimes. I uh, actually asked Bray if he wanted to come with me to the complete off-road open house oh, this cool. weekend because he went uh-huh. last year we rode up in his rig. And he oh, yeah. said there's no way that he could waste a day doing that when he has Snow Day's cage at uh, unfinished. So I was like, okay, well. <laughs> I <good>. will forgive you. <laughs> I was like, it's fine, but that's cool, too. If you want to finish my cage, whatever. Yeah, that's cool, too. All right. One day you better have it done. We're going to pick it up on the way back. Wouldn't that be nice? We're going to put it back in the trailer. We're going to put it on the trailer and then we'll put the Jeep on top of it. Okay, that's fine. It has a fly. Yeah. Well, it used to have a fly bed. Now it's got a roll cage. So I don't know how. We'll just have to strap it down. Nah, it'll do fit. It. It'll totally fit. That that single double definitely yeah. is good. It'll be yeah, fine. It'll hold it. It'll hold just fine. We'll just wrap some ratchet straps around the frame rails. Wait, does Liberty have frame rails? No, it doesn't have frame rails. No, does no, it? it doesn't. No. Okay, no. I couldn't remember if it was a body and chassis or not. No, it's not. She's a unibody. Dang it. Yeah, that's how it goes. So anyway. Did you see that uh, Jeep that rolled off the mountain? I did. Uh, fortunately, no one was in. Thank goodness. <clears throat> that had been a bad, 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 bad day. Dude, when somebody said the parking pole let go, <laughs> you actually... That's wild. Huh? Uh-huh. That's wild. Yeah, when uh, somebody said that, it immediately made me think when I get snow day back, the first thing I should do is that rear disc brake conversion with a parking brake because I haven't had mm-hmm. a parking brake in snow day since I did the solid axle swap. Same. I've not had a parking brake in low key since the axle swap. Yeah. And I mean, I've always wanted one. It's just, it was way too complicated to try to figure it out. And like, I was missing some parts and like, because the wheelbase yeah. was short, I couldn't just go buy cables. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do here. So I want a hoon brake. What? A hoon brake? What's a hoon brake? <laughs> the the hand brake where the uh, brake line would come up, go into that, and then the brakes, and then the line goes back to the bra- the rear brakes. And so when you like pull on it, it's a it's just a little uh, small master cylinder that oh, okay. applies pressure to the rear. And then you can like I don't know if you can lock those. I think you can actually. I think there's a lock on it. But it's hydraulic rather than mechanical. It is. So I think mechanical still will be just fail. fine. As a matter of fact, mechanical yeah. would be better because one less it's thing to fail. It's the running cable that sounds terrible. I mean, it doesn't sound great, but I think yeah. it'll be okay. I mean, you could probably do it with yours because you probably still have most of the original equipment, right? I don't have anything. I mean, I have mm. like a parking brake pedal. I got you. All the cables are gone. All the the mechanisms inside the <laughs> inside the drums, I think, are yeah. gone too. Like, I think all that's in there is just like the wheel cylinders and the shoes and like all the mechanism for the parking brake. I think I just like threw out because <laughs> I didn't, didn't have parking brake cables. So I was like, well, I can't just let this stuff flop around inside there when I did the brake. So I just tossed it. It helps. It yeah. holds mud. <clears throat> so you don't need that junk anyway. Um, I'm going to look up that hoon brake. Break. Can you just do that up? to anything? What is just a separate caliper that sits on the other side of the, the original caliper or what? Um, I don't think, no. I mean, you probably could set it like that, but this is just, uh, it just goes through the existing caliper. Okay, that well, up. the problem with a brake like that, like in a, in a, you need a parking brake situation, that's probably okay. But the thing mm-hmm. I like about an quote emergency brake is that if your hydraulic system fails, you still have at least some hope of stopping. Right. Right. 
I actually thought about that the other day. So modern cars that have electronic parking brakes, they don't have, um, what's the word? They don't have settings. Like you can choose Mm. with a mechanical parking brake to push it a little bit or to push it a whole lot. Like depending on like, if you just need like a little bit or you need like full blown stop, your like truck and trailer rolling down a hill. Well, these, these new ones, it's like a button on off. Right. So like back in the day, it's like, yeah, I blew a brake Mm -hmm. line driving home. Um, it was probably my fault, probably something to do with lift kit, blah, 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 tires, something caught something. And I rolled right through a red light. I'm just like, Oh, brake pedal goes to the floor. No big deal. And, uh, Hmm. I was like, well, shit, it's like, you know, midnight I was out with my friends and stuff. I was like, well, I still got to get home. So I just drove home with parking brake and, you know, I came to all the stop signs just fine. And I probably made it, you know, two to three miles. And then the next day I fixed it. Well, with an electronic parking brake, you can't do that. No, no, you can't. You're a full lock or nothing. So, uh, yeah, not a fan of that system for that reason. I like that there's no cables. I like that it's simple. You know, it integrates everything into one caliper. But uh, the not having the ability to have like a secondary brake mechanism that you can actually like proportion. Proportion, that was the word I was looking for. I don't know. I don't it's know a that. actual. It's an actual parking brake versus an emergency brake. And honestly, like, was the emergency brake designed to do the thing that I'm saying? I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. Because like, it's not but safe, maybe. right? But it does work. It does. If you know what I you're doing and you're careful about it, it does work. It is definitely mm-hmm. a weird way to drive because you got like one foot around the accelerator and the other foot like proportioning the brake. And then like once you stop, you have to like release it. And it was just the whole thing was weird. But hey, got me home. This is the uh, the handbrake that I'm talking about. That thing looks is intense. I mean, a little bit. It's just, just a little master cylinder hmm. and your brake line. You pull your brake line off the frame rail and run it mm-hmm. over there into this unit. And then this is obviously the interior. And then you run a new brake line back to the back. Gotcha. Yep. And then I think that I think that little red, the little red hook on there, I think you can like pull it and then set that and use it as like a parking brake. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's the cheater. Like that's the easy way to do what you're trying to do. So then as long as you don't blow a line in front of this or like, hmm. Yeah, as long as you don't blow a line between this and the rear wheel, then you're set. If that you do, you're fucked. Yeah, and that's the, <laughs> that's the thing. Is but like will, I don't. But it will help with the parking ball. It would help with the parking ball, and I mean, you would like to hope that if you have, say, like uh, you know, all steel brake lines, and you have your stainless braided lines, yeah. say, going to your axle, like you don't have any rubber lines that are gonna like catch and blow, but you could still blow a stainless braided line. It might be really oh, yeah. hard to do, but mm-hmm. you could probably do it. I don't know. Right. Oh, I'm sure. I'm I just, sure it can uh, be done. Get get compromised in some way or another. Yeah, like the, the trick there is figuring out like how do you keep the simplicity but at the same time have a reliable system. And that, that's what I've been struggling with. And yeah. that's why I haven't done anything with it yet, is because I just haven't found the right solution. I think that comes back to the Eldorado uh calipers with the mechanical parking mm-hmm. brake. Mm-hmm. Ah, but then you I think that's the cables. way to do it. Uh, I mean, I get that. But you could, if you wanted to spend the extra coin, you could run all cased cables all the way back up to the brake instead of like, instead of like on 
your truck originally, it had a cable that ran inside of a sleeve from the backing plate up to like, what was it? The frame rail. And then from there, it was just all open cable, mm-hmm. which is fine. Uh, nothing wrong with that. It just can catch on more stuff, I guess. Yeah, I suppose you that's could true. run. You could run jacketed cable the whole way. You could just go on to like McMaster and just order a long ass cable and run it. Yeah, I guess that's true. Is an option, but I don't know. I'm just not sure how you do it at all. Like, I guess you probably have to like fit them to length and then cut and like crimp like an end on it. You know, like where it actually like attaches to the little guy. Like, I don't know. I assume because like it's not like there's an application for everything. I mean, it's got to be like a you know it can't be universal. I think. I think you could probably just go back to the original brake cables, but wheelbase. What do you do with an extra like foot or two of like cable? Mm. You either loop it on itself like you feed it through and then slip it back and loop it and then just use cable ties to tie it all back together. Like that sounds terrible. It's not a great option. Yeah. Or you have a custom length and or custom. hmm. That's what that's (laughs) what the trick is, right? If I had a stock wheelbase, I'd still have the stock parking brake cables but i don't so yeah i didn't know what to do i'm sure there's Mm. a solution i was thinking about going like diy four by no wait is that who makes them no i mean they might there's someone else oh lug nut four by four they do like the parking Mm. disc brake conversions i think they might have like a solution Mm. i don't know there's a bunch of companies that do them now maybe it's diy that makes their own calibers now Maybe that's why I'm thinking of them. I can't remember. It's been a long time since I looked into it, but at some point there was a company that was like, are you sick of trying to find Eldorado like calipers? Like we just designed our own and here you go. Well, that would work, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, the cables I think are the tricky part. Like anybody can like mount a plate and install a caliper and bleed a system. It's figuring out the cables. It's the tricky part. Yeah. I don't have a good solution for that other than ordering like custom like cables. Which may be exactly the solution. Like you may like call up the company right. and be like, hey, I want one of your kits. What do I do about cables? Right. And they're like, what blank do you want? I'm like this. And they're like, okay, in the box. That'd be pretty convenient. I mean, I would like to think a company that's selling the conversion kits would offer that, but you <laughs> never know. Right. Somebody has do. been through mm. this. I'm sure I'm not the mm. first person oh, to encounter yeah. this. But I sure haven't. I haven't heard a solution from anyone I know. No one's ever said, oh, Mike, you just do this. And I'm like, oh, thank you. So if anybody knows, let me know. What do you do about Yay. those cables? Yeah, somebody probably has already dealt with it. And they'd probably listen to this podcast. So tell Michael. Gosh, I hope so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't done anything off-road, Mike. I know. I'm, I'm I did just change that not off-road uh, life. You not wanting to start until 730 was convenient because I was able to change the oil in my truck and clean the interior out and vacuum it and get it all nice and clean. Nice. It's going it's going tomorrow to Beaumont's for an alignment. Oh, that's probably a good idea since you just put some new suspension on there. Yeah. You got a little, uh, needs, little camber action, a little toe action. Uh, I have. Yes. All of those things. Way too much toe and way too much negative camber. There's a positive. That's no, probably too negative. Uh, it has positive camber and negative toe. Oh, it's kind of opposite. Of what I was expecting. Negative toe is when it pulls in. 
Uh, negative toe would positive. be toed out, and positive toe oh, okay. is toed in. Positive. Yeah, it's positive. Positive. Yep. Slightly toed in. That's good. Is and, the rest uh, of your foot suspension good? Did you check with all your ball joints, the tire outs, stuff while you had I've it? Been I've been rolling around under that truck more in the last two weeks than I ever have before. And I kind of glimpsed underneath of it, you know, before I bought it to see what it looked like. And I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, it looks decent. Like, it's not in bad shape. And it looks fair enough, right? I've been rolling around underneath that thing. That motherfucking truck is so clean for a Canadian truck with 100,000 miles. <laughs> like, the axle is still perfectly black. Like, all the bracketry is black. Everything is clean. The only thing that has any rust at all is the exhaust. <laughs> and it's aftermarket. Wow. Like, there's around, like, your openings in your frame and stuff sure. like that. There's a little rust on the edge of that. Um, the seams on the body where the body overlaps, yeah. you know, there's a little right on the edge of those. But other than that, like E-Code's perfect underneath. The frame is all still jet black underneath. There's no like scaly rust or anything like that on the frame. That's awesome. Um, all the cross members are good. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, I took the wheel liners out to put the shocks on the rear and those came right apart. The nut on the upper shock bolt was fairly rusty. It was, I was still able to get a wrench on it, a uh, closed end, a boxed end wrench on it. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, it was, you know, I had to kind of wiggle it to kind of get to get on there. Um, but other than that, I mean, dude, it's, it's, I was just kind of rolling around looking. I was like, this thing is clean. The diff cover still jet black. Like, and it's not been repainted. Like it's factory, factory black. Well, but try anyway, to keep it that way. I'm hoping, yeah, right. I'm hoping that uh, they don't have any troubles. It didn't look like they would have any troubles, really. And um, the, uh, yeah, everything did the, oh, my God, <laughs> the front end. Uh, hold on one second. Let me uh, send out a text here real quick. I'm okay. Texting, I'm texting Myrtle. Um, but just because it's clean doesn't mean that you don't have anything loose in the front end. You just told me about how clean the frame right. was. I didn't hear anything about how loose your ball joints were. Like to take, like, what do you mean by loose? Like, like how easy it was to take the bolts off? No, I mean, was there any play in your ball joints or tie rods? Like when they go to the line, are they going to be like, like, hey, dude, there's no point in doing a line. Oh. You need all these parts. Ah, oh, shit. I didn't even check. I'm a dummy. Oh, I just figured you're I, taking the front I, suspension apart. Why the hell I, would you check the ball joints? I definitely do need to adjust it. It all looked good. It all felt good when I was taking apart, but I didn't really like put a pry bar on it and like double check the mm -hmm. bulge and shit. Yeah, I should definitely do that before I leave tonight. Uh, yeah, you don't want to waste your money on the line. You just have to do it again. One second. Andy's Andy's replying to the massages. I don't want to, to stop recording. To talk to us. Mess. Yeah. Yeah. He's like talking about, I don't know what he's doing. If he's working or what. Working. Mm-hmm. What time zone is he in? He's not working. It's I, too late for that. I don't know what he's doing. He's just kind of being weird. That's all right. He said, he doesn't need to talk said, to call us. me whenever. Yeah. Although it'd be okay if he did, since he actually goes off road. <laughs> that would be convenient. <laughs> Um, okay, so quick rundown on the front suspension. So I got the shocks. I ordered shocks from Chris. They ordered some Rough Country two-inch uh, stretch lift kits. Yep, stretch, right? everything stretch, stretch everything. Yeah, so I ordered that, and uh, they came in, and everything looked good. And so I pulled the, for lunch one day, I pulled the truck in, 
and ripped the front end, like the front wheels off and everything. And I'm like, how in the hell do I get this out of here? And started kind of unbolting stuff. And looking. I'm like, all right, I need to watch a video. So I went on YouTube, watch a video. I'm like, oh, okay. So I do have to take the knuckle loose. So you got to take the upper ball joint loose, drop the, or pull the upper, the arm up and then drop the uh, knuckle out. So did that. Dude, everything came apart fairly easy. Um, the bolt in the lower, uh, the lower bolt on the strut was decently, it wasn't seized in, but it was rusty enough that it didn't want to back out. And so uh, Joel ended up pushing on it with a pry bar on one end while I used the impact to kind of unthread it, mm-hmm. basically. And then once we got it out, we uh, Joel went and greased it up real well, lubed it up real good with some grease. And then we put it back in. Everything else is pretty easy. The upper ball joints, I don't know what kind of like nut is on there. It's just like a regular, it's not a castle nut. It's like a lock nut. It's a lock nut then, yeah. Yep, it's a lock nut. And it was literally, I bet you it was like 50 pounds. Like 50, 50 foot pounds. I was just like, mm. <laughs> loosened it up, both sides. I was like, oh, okay. Maybe that's like, that was spec. really easy. Specs probably like 30 or something. Really? I don't know. I'm just guessing. I figured it'd be higher. Than I didn't even check spec. I just tightened them back up snug. Hmm. Like snug. I was like, I don't want you to oh, I'm back sure out that you over tighten them. No doubt about it. You've over tightened every bolt you ever tighten in your life. So pretty much. Yeah. I do. Well, except for those lug nuts. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> except for that one time that you didn't. Except for that one time that I didn't. <laughs> but I listened to Mike and he's like, just use an impact. You'll be fine. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, I, uh, yeah, once I, once I watched that video on how to take it out, dude, it was quick. The first side took me probably an hour just to kind of figure out what the hell I was doing. And the other side took me probably 20 minutes and then, uh, slapped it back together and torque, torqued the wheels this time. Nice. And set on the ground. Yeah. And it was like, oh my God, this thing's super tall now. <laughs> Fuck. Jess now went you, to get in and she's like, why is your truck so tall? Now you got to jump. And I was like, you got uh, to go get tube yeah. steps. It got much taller. I am not getting tube steps. If I get anything, I will pay big fucking dollars and buy amps. Mm, yep. I'm, I can't even imagine how expensive those things are now. They used to be expensive back in the day. I think they're 1700 Yeah, I remember when they were $1,000 and everybody thought that was crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's been many years. Yeah, it's been many years and now they're more popular. I mean, it is nice to not have a gaudy step sticking right. out under your truck unless you have like a era correct step for your truck but on a modern truck yeah there's like nothing right like nothing looks good on a modern truck no i don't think except for except for amps amps are pretty good yeah because you don't see them that's um, why they look good right it's exactly right yeah they tuck up nice and tuck um yeah and that's uh i'm so i want to do those eventually but anyway uh that went super easy and then i had to get a so if you own a ram and you want to do the rear shocks to get the upper bolt out craziest thing i've ever seen in my life you basically have to have a half or of a 21 millimeter wrench or you have to have one of those little stubbies you can't get a full-size wrench in there and you can't get a socket on it so what the trick is you're supposed to pull the bed off or something that's a that's how they do it i guess yeah i think so they assembled the shocks on the frame before they put the body on and so it's fine but every video i watched somebody either took a wrench and bent the wrench so they could fit it in there or they cut it in half. Luckily I called my mechanic that I use and I was like, Hey, uh, do you have this wrench? And he's like, actually, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. He's like, I think it's cut in half specifically for Ram <laughs> for Ram shocks. And wow. I was like, can I borrow it? And he's like, yeah, come get it. So went over there, grab that real quick and 
it literally took it was it took longer to take the wheel liners out and put them back in than it did to change the shocks. Okay, but you're talking about the stubby wrench. How do you get enough leverage to loosen those bolts with the stubby wrench? You don't. You impact on the outside. So you're just oh, holding it. Just holding it still. For some fucking reason. I don't know why, as Chrysler, you wouldn't put a capture, a cage or like a captured nut on the yeah, backside. Like that would be perfectly fine. You didn't have to use a full a nut. You could just take a piece of steel mm-hmm. and just stick it back there. It'd be fine. Yep. But instead, they decided that they should put an actual live nut back there and call it good. Wow. What a pain mm. in the ass. Very. Sort of. It wasn't terrible once I had the right tool. But otherwise, you gotta go buy a $20 wrench and slice it in half. Or yeah, bend it. Sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> For one job. Oh, I'm sorry. And you could use a crow's foot. Oh, okay. The, well, uh, there's that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but I don't know where you buy a 21 millimeter crow's foot locally. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure AutoZone? I've got some lying around, but that's because you think I'm AutoZone a sells them? I wonder if AutoZone sells them or, or O'Reilly in that tool. They like, they have a pretty like comprehensive tool section. I mean, a 21 yeah. crow's foot is a pretty big crow's foot. You typically, mm-hmm. when you need a crow's foot, you need it for like a fucking brake line or something. So a big one like right. that would be a little weird. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, change the shocks on it, dude. Oh, so. Let's talk about that because that's what we talked about. Was that last week's? I think last week we talked a little bit about your shocks. Yeah. Yeah. So change the front shocks, front vibration gone. Change the rear shocks, rear vibration better, but not gone. So when it goes to Beaumont's tomorrow, it's going to get, hopefully they're going to have time to do a four wheel balance check first and then align it. Have you haven't balanced the tires since you've been on the truck? I have not balanced them since, well, I got brand new tires. Oh, right. they, so I got brand new tires on it and the balance didn't change. I don't think that they changed the location of the wheels. Mm. So when I took the right rear off, here's what I noticed. The right rear only had a quarter ounce weight on it. I'm like, hmm. On the whole thing? On the whole thing. Hmm. Seems light for a 33 inch. I mean. Nitto. Every it's now possible. and then you get lucky, but. It's possible. But that weight was also like one of the original weights that was on it. It wasn't like it was a new weight. Hmm. So, so maybe somebody I'm just like, forgot to balance mm, that one. I'm wondering. Yeah. So uh, either way, I'm going to go have the balance checked just to verify. I'll pay my extra whatever dollars it costs to have it done. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And hopefully I will have a smooth ride from here to Iowa. I sure hope so. Either way, either way, it doesn't vibrate like a bitch at 76 miles an hour anymore. And that was the best speed. So we're good. That's awesome. Like I can roll. I can roll at 72 with a with the trailer on the back and I'll be fine. Isn't it like, well, I don't know how far it is for you. Is it further or less far? I guess it's less far for you than it Ooh. is for me. It's like, I think it's like five yeah. hours from here to Dubuque. Four and a half. So do you go north then? Well, I can go like, either way. And I think like, it's damn near the same. Really? Yeah. Like whether I take like a, a big like up like curve or mm-hmm. like a down and up curve, it doesn't matter. Like it's just, oh, there's either no way I'm line. making like this big long curve and either way it's like, I don't know, maybe five, 10 minutes difference. Mm. Last time I went through Peoria because I was, you know, stopping at Bray's and then the time before yeah. that I stopped at Bray's to pick up snow day so that I could go wheel it and then bring it back to Bray's so he could finish the cage, <laughs> which he never did. But uh, it is, you know, it is four hours and one minute. From here. Oh, nice. It's five hours and six minutes from you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been debating like. I'd love Sounds to drive right. something that at least looked off roady up there, which of course would have to be the 94 because I don't have anything else right oh. now. But the ride is so much more annoying in that truck than it is in my 
nice, quiet, smooth 2008 pickup. <laughs> what about if I tow the 94 up? You have to drive back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're buying the gas, then yeah, let's do that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't mind, to go I don't mind being a trailer queen halfway. That thing uses premium and it gets nine miles a gallon. So, <laughs> <laughs> yep, that sounds accurate. Yeah. So there's a lot of reasons why I want to drive the 08, but I don't know. It's just, you know, it's kind of a truck show, too. You know, there's a lot of cool rigs uh, when we were there Can last you, year. And I, I just hate I mean, to show up in like a loaded truck to an off road shop. <laughs> you have you have a um a nice trailer i know my trailer has a, just, oh i didn't we already talk about this how you're not supposed to talk about how your trailer's not registered on podcast it's public uh no i i didn't you and derek no, maybe have. we talked about that yeah it's i don't not, think we're supposed to talk about that it's not currently up to date it's still got all my tags on it so i mean and they're like very very you'll expired be in, but you'll whatever. be in illinois 90 percent of the time <laughs> in illinois my <laughs> expired illinois tags <laughs> I the mean, problem is it's not it even that I don't want to do it. Okay. Mm. You in Indiana, if you don't have an Indiana title, you have to get a vent inspection. So a, a cop mm. or someone at the DMV has to physically look at your trailer. Inspect your trailer. Well, I don't okay. want to drive my trailer to the DMV because there's nowhere to fucking park it. And the only other way to do it is have like a cop come out. But you have to like usually pay them to do it. And I was like, I'll oh, oh. just wait till I have snow day back and just do it all in one fell swoop. Right. But that's never going to happen. So what I really need to do is just be like, suck it up. Be like, just <laughs> dispatch bullet. a sheriff out to my house so he can just literally sign his name on a form in like two seconds and drive away. And then I yes. got to go to the DMV with my signed form and be like, here, and then give me a plate. Hmm. But am I going to do that the next day? No. Probably not. Also, it seems kind of silly to trailer a truck five hours to Iowa just to be like, look at this, and then immediately drive back. Are you doing it all in one day? Yeah. Okay, yeah, never that. That's terrible. With the time change and everything, yeah. I mean, I last time I drove to Braze, and we drove up there and drove back yeah. to Braze, and I drove home. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's That's a long deal. day. That's a long day. I mean, a lot of long day. It is kind of a long day. I don't know what else I would do. I mean, I guess I could get a hotel and stay up there, but I don't know. I yeah. hadn't even thought about it. I always feel so guilty leaving Patty with the kid for, for more than a day. But she's done it to me a few times. She took two trips last month, or she was gone for like, I don't know, four or five days at a time. So I guess I could probably do it. Damn. Doing that dad life. What about that dad life? I said, you're doing that dad life. Yeah, she's gone for four or five days. I mean, like, I don't... He's easier now. Like, the older he gets, the easier he is. Like, now he just chills. You know, like, he doesn't... I mean, he needs attention. Like, you got to, like, make sure he doesn't, like, you know eat something that'll kill him or whatever but no he's he's just like cool you can like play by himself and like i don't know you just don't have to be as worried about him as when he was an infant right but when i take him out to the shop which i like to do because you know he wants to explore out there but everything he touches i'm like you can't touch that or that or that or that or that <laughs> i'm like or that or that well like he'll try or to that. get in a toolbox i'm like oh no these are these are greasy buddy or like go try to like Grab a bottle of antifreeze. I'm like, nah, it's poison, buddy. <laughs> like, like, no, it's like, don't do that. You know, there's nothing you can play with out there. Yep. So that's the yeah, problem. Yeah, that's uh, definitely one thing. If you're going to take them out of the shop, you're going to want to get all that stuff put away. I mean, and don't get me wrong. Most of it is like most of the things that are dangerous are put away. It's just that there's like nothing for him to do out there. Right. I don't know. So that's the thing is like, I can't really get anything done because I got to like watch him so closely. 
but you know, it's time that'll come. I've, I feel the same way. Oh, did your dinner show up? My dinner showed up. Thank you, honey. Oh, Hmm. Hi, Pad Thai. You can say it's hi. It's nice to see you. Hi. <laughs> I can't hear him. Oh, that's okay. He said hi. Oh, yeah, that's oh, true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, no, honey. I miss that's funny. him. Patty says she misses she you. Say? Oh, miss her too. Okay, bye. She misses you too, bye. No, I, I watched uh, get out, woman. Instagram just to get a little bit of Steve. You watched his, you looked at his Instagram? Just, just to get a little Steve action. <laughs> she said she looked at your Instagram just to get a little Steve action. <laughs> Sometimes you need that. <laughs> Sometimes you need that. <laughs> it's good to be loved like that. That's hilarious. Okay, now you have to talk to yourself for like 20 minutes while I eat this super really slowly. Or should I just slurp into the microphone? Like I was trying to figure out how we could like effectively pause it without messing Mang up. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if it's only your audio that we're going to use, then it doesn't matter, right? Then it's super easy, right? And so far it's been good. Unless shit hits the fan and then it's fucked up. And then Mang's just on his own. Or I can try to just be careful and just like eat between one we're talking. (laughs) I don't don't have a whole lot else to talk about RAM related. Um, I do need to go get a tire for the trailer. Uh, I need to figure out because they were, I don't know, dad was dad's buddy was going to borrow to move a car or something like that. And one thing's for sure. I just need to go get my own trailer, my own trailer for sure. Like it's not, we're not far away from that goal now. Like, okay, <laughs> time for my own car trailer. You and need so, your own trailer for so long, dude. I know. And, but having that one just sitting there for free is really convenient. It's and in, so that's why it, I've never done it. It's in such a need of work, though. Like that thing it is does fall apart, kind of, sort of. It needs love. It's not. It's not. Yeah. It needs. It needs deck boards. It really could use some bigger spring hangers so it doesn't bottom out. It needs a set of fenders thrown on it, and it needs one tire. That sounds like a price of a new trailer to me. It is not even close. Trailers <laughs> used to be like, cheap. What the, the hell happened the the after new, COVID that no one can afford a trailer anymore? I don't know. I bought my trailer four years old for three grand. Which is insane. And from a dealer. That was a good deal. From a dealer. That was a good deal. That was a good deal. But it wasn't. I mean, like at the time, it was just like, no, that was just like going right. It was still. No, it was still a good deal at that time. Okay. You say so. Like it was not. It was like for a buggy hauler. Thirty five. It was three grand. Yeah. Or thirty five. No, I mean, after probably tax and like title and shit, it was probably thirty five. But like the price I paid was three. Yeah. Three grand yeah. for a fucking buggy hauler that looked like it was barely used, minus the spare tire. That's true. It's a spare tire. <laughs> Quite a bit. I wonder if they even knew that. I don't. Yeah, until I should. I didn't even realize it until I went to put air in it. I was like, "What the hell is that noise?" Yeah, I look at the, the bottom, and it's like down. It's down to nothing. Go like on. it's worn through the treads, worn through the belts. <laughs> There's just like a gaping hole. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's interesting. It was fucked. Yeah, they uh, they drug it a little bit down the road. Yes, yes, they did. Ah, oh, that sandwich sounds good. I want to eat it. Mm-hmm. Did she make a sandwich? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Is it a BLT? No. It's, it's of course grilled ham and Swiss. Fuck. I should have eaten before we started this. Anyway, um, had some spare time before Mike called, and so that does look fire as fuck. It's, it's really fire. 
Uh, so yeah, I did an oil change on the truck for the first time. That was interesting. Um, oil pan was out in the open, which is good. After the uh, stretch everything lift kit, it was super easy to slide up underneath there and get to it. Nice. That was convenient. Um, the oil filter, this is where it gets interesting, surprising to me. The oil filter is the same oil filter that my 2.4 liter takes in my Fiat van. Huh. I was a bit surprised by that. It's a tiny little oil filter. It's about, it might. No, I guarantee it does not contain the same volume as this beer can. That's shocking. It's tiny. And I'm like, wow, that's like when I read the part number for it, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I've read this part number before. <laughs> I did have like three of them. It's hilarious. And, uh, yeah, I always put Mopar in the uh, in the van. The van of ours always ran a Mopar filter right. on. But the uh, they didn't they don't stock Mopar that Mopar filter anymore at um, at Walmart or they didn't anyway. And so this time I put a. Uh, orange can of death on it. Oh, why, I, Steve? I, I put come a gold. On. I put a gold can of death on it. Mm. Yeah, I always buy the gold cans of death. What's a gold Those can? The uh, synthetic um, extra guards. Don't run frame filters. There's... Not on a vehicle that you love. Only on a vehicle you're <laughs> trying to get rid of immediately. <laughs> I've ran Fram on basically everything forever, except for the van. The van was brand new, so I was like, okay. I'll stick with Mopar filters on that. So all Chrysler products use the same oil filter. No, no. Doesn't everything no. from a Ram to a Fiat doesn't matter. Same filter. It seems that way. <laughs> Some of them. Some That's of them. Awfully convenient for the Dodge dealership. Like you ask for an oil filter, they have a whole they have a whole shelving system. <laughs> it's all just one filter on it. There's two. There's two filters. <laughs> one's a cartridge filter and one's a can. That's it. <laughs> and it's not even that they have like shelves and shelves. They just have literally two filters sitting behind them. You want this one or that one? That was a little better. Was you that? having another beer? Yeah. Celebratory. Celebratory bushlight? <laughs> no. Oh, it's not this a bushlight. Okay, a bushlight. good. Thank God. This is an old beer and it's a... Uh, a Rar and Sons Brewing Company, summertime wheat, Hefweizen, 12 fluid ounces at 5.5 ABV, or 5.5 uh, alcohol per volume. Summertime, uh, huh? Yeah. That sounds familiar. Summertime. Uh, what, what sounds like summertime? I don't know. Is it summer? This is in, this is from Fort, this is from Fort Worth, Texas, so I'm going to say this is probably a Shell Bay beer, or I'm not sure. Okay, when did it expire? Well, I, That's what we really want to know. I think 2020. I think it has it has a date here. Let me see. Uh, Ten. No, that's not it. Uh, Eleven nine twenty. And we don't know if that's born on or Best Buy, but either way, you're I fucked. Have no idea. This is the El Jefe of beers. I'm pretty sure we've had one of these on here before. Fairly is it tasty? Certain. Okay, better question. No is it still tasty? It's a wheat. It's a wheat. Okay, it used uh, to be a wheat. What's it taste like now? Shitty half wisen. Does it just taste like just as the flavor dulled over time? A lot of times that happens with beers. They just get less potent. It's definitely a half. It's definitely a half wisen. And it's not dull. It's uh so that summertime. What I, what I call this thing. Summertime wheat. It's got either lemon or some variety of citra in it. Oh, here's I think it says on the back here. Hold up. Here it is. Oh, there it is right here. 
Roaring Sons Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Summertime wheat, Hefeweizen, refreshing, unfiltered. Notes of clove, banana, malted wheat, light body, full flavor. A Bavarian-style classic. Hmm. Prost, y'all. That's what it says, prost, y'all. So anyway, uh, yeah, it has some summery. It has that lemony. That might be the clothes, but I don't think it's that's what makes it summertime. It's a wheat beer, but they they threw a little lemon in there just to give you that's it. Yep, a refreshing feel. Mm -hmm. Citrus is usually good in a wheat beer. There are a lot of citrus wheat beers out there. There really is citrus wheat beers. Yeah, yeah. That's a certain flavor I can't like place. It's good. Uh, I think the flavor is old. It's good. It aged well. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> I'm drinking a three year old well. beer, and I'm like, I'm drinking a three year old beer. I'm like, I don't know, this is really good. I can't stop drinking it. Oh my god, <laughs> nailed it! Hey, did you this polish my stuff yet? Uh, half. You re- like really? You polish two of them little coins? I will. I will try it. <laughs> oh fuck you! What? You can suck my dick. Okay. Uh, yeah. You don't know how hard it is to polish those little coins because there's nothing to hold See, on to. No, because they're textured because they were originally like kind of a sand. They were a media blasted at some point to like hold their texture. And because of that, I can't get the texture out to get the shine around all the little dimples for the bolts. Mm. All the little mock bolts. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you can't get the eye. You can't get it out. I thought I sent you the picture. I'm sorry I didn't. No, it's all good. Where's my kale? It's all good. Where's my kale down here? Um, I did take a picture. It was in here. Um, so anyway, I had to use some new thing. Joel came walking over and saw what I was doing. He's like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, are you using a flannel with a cut with a uh, cut bar? And I said, yes, yes, I am. Because I needed the flannel is a higher thread count. The flannel is 120 count instead of 80 count. I was like, I need the the more I need the finer, the higher thread count to go in between all the little areas and tickle them with the polishes. Wow. Yeah, it's something I've never had to do before. I just sent you the photo in the old group text. It's a side by side. I'm sorry I made your life so hard, but I knew you were the right guy for the job. Yeah. (laughs) See, no one else would have got him. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. How like just right around like the edges is really hard to get. Mm, yep. Mm-hmm. So how critical are you on that? No, I mean that that's fine. You don't have to don't I mean don't don't spend like five hundred of my dollars polishing these little things that are the size of a quarter. Oh, I don't do that. Yeah, they're the size of a quarter, and I think I have like fifteen or twenty minutes in two of them. Jesus. <laughs> no, they do look really good. I'm just though. trying to get I'm just trying to get as much of that cleared up as I can. It's just uh, I, I literally don't have tooling to for do something that small. Um, they're just the wrong. And also, I'm trying not to, even though I'm looking at it now, and they were actual bolts, and now they're just smooth. I'm and that's out about that. That's not that big a deal. Yeah, it's gonna have to not be a big deal. No, I mean, yeah, no there's way. nothing we can do here. <laughs> I wonder how they did that. So did they stamp those out. I actually have no idea. I mean, you'd probably know better than me. You know more about metal than I do. You didn't tool that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you're right. They didn't take a CNC and tool it. How about they stamp that? I, yeah. 
I don't know because they're obviously not like sea and seed or anything. Hmm. You wouldn't get that nice of edges. Yeah. That's wild. I never really paid attention to it. Now I'm looking at it on my phone. And it's Could all they blown be cast? Like, they're probably cast. They're not cast. Why do you say they're nah. not cast? Because look at the look at the center of that piece. Look how nice it looks. So they're not they're not cast. They're not cast. They're stamped. They're stamped something. They're they are a chunk of aluminum to begin with. It's probably literally just a coin shaped chunk and they just run into it. They put it through a machine and just. Wow. Stamp it out. OK, mm-hmm. well, I'll take your word for it. Either way, it was cool that they made them out of aluminum. And I was like, yes, but it's dumb shiny. that they were black because there's no reason yes. for that. I was like, they just need to be shiny and then they'll actually be cool. So thank they you for putting them forth your best effort. That would have been dope. If they are chrome dipped, it would be way cool. Because, you know, if you're going to make it out of aluminum, it's for show truck shit anyway. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Should have just chromed Monster them. truck. Yes. Oh, well. So anyway. Uh, yeah. Should we call him Myrtle? Fuck. I forgot. I mean, only if he has the ability to come on here. Yes. Also, we've been talking for 48 minutes, so, I mean, you don't have to feel bad if, oh, if he doesn't shit. want to. Just saying. Yeah, we'll just do a quickie. I'll call him up. We'll ask him about how his weekend was. Bullshit him for 10, 15 minutes. You can eat your sandwich. I'm a little jealous. I'm enjoying my beer. Mm-hmm. But the food sounds good. I just sent him a text. Said, calling. You ready? Mm. <laughs> He's going to be like, what the fuck? That was 20 minutes ago. <laughs> Sorry. Just watching Mike eat. Dude, it's... Almost nine o'clock over here. I'm just eating dinner. Call me yourself. You get to eat when this is over. <laughs> Call me yourself. You can eat when it's over. And it'll be nine o'clock in your house. Your exactly. House. Everybody eats um, at nine o'clock on this podcast. That's how it works. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry, everybody, that we don't have more off-road content to talk about. I'm not sorry. Uh, it's not my fault. You're not sorry. I can't you're go off-road. I'm not allowed. No truck. Uh, this is true. This is true. Nope. No apologies. I have a broken... I still have a broken Jeep and I did not call Chris and tell him to make me a transfer case. You have at least two off-road rigs and one of which you can go get this weekend. I have at least two, at least two. two. I have, I have one in a chain and change at least two. The donut is technically the spare off-road rig. I mean, that's why it's called the donut, right? Right. You ready to call Myrtle? I'm ready if you are. Okay, let's do this. I'm eat this delicious sandwich. Mm. Do it. Calling Myrtle. Hey, hello. Ring, ring. Calling Myrtle. Right. What are you doing? Uh, hanging out at my parents' house. My dad's oh. birthday today. Oh, well, yeah. do you tell him happy birthday? Will do. Will do. Happy birthday, uh, Mr. Turtle. Mr. Turtle. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same. Yeah. You guys recording? Yeah, absolutely. Gotcha. On the main or? On the main. Yeah, we're about 50 minutes in, so you're on the backside of it. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I gotcha. Yeah. I was going to call you sooner, but I've been watching Mike eat a sandwich. Oh, oh that should be saved for the Patreon. That can get, that can get sexual. <laughs> it's true. If we recorded the video, it would be. A sandwich. <laughs> hey, we, uh, we need to upgrade, guys. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I need to upgrade. Get to that sandwich, that sandwich level. So anyway, right. uh, word on the street is is that you and Trevor went wheeling this weekend. 
We did, and surprisingly, our Dana 30s lasted, even though the group chat was a little relentless today. Blasphemy. I know. Neither one of you broke a Dana yeah. 30? Uh, no, my steering was pretty rough, and then Brian brought his <laughs> 94 F350, and his power steering pump shit the bed in about the first hour, probably oh, 30 geez. minutes. Yeah. So he has big plans to do. I think he's, he's in talks with Dave about doing, stealing his uh, hydro assist off of the Ranger. Mm. And I think Dave is planning to go full hydro. So Brian's planning to take that one of these days and then upgrade the pump to a specific year men model. Uh, I think off of the Econoline vans. Oh. Has a like a high pressure pump and it, it's good enough for full hydro if he ever does it, but it's, you know, kind of overkill for assist right now. So that's Brian's plan anyway. Um, but other than that, yeah, me and Trevor had great, great luck. I had a couple uh, driveway slash trail fixes. Uh, basically just slapped together some uh, washers and whatnot for my steering gearbox, which I'm still fighting. We and I finally found, mm -hmm. what's that? Go oh, ahead yeah. finish this out. And I found uh, finally found the big noise that was making uh, my Jeep was making. It turns out the track bar mount was loose. So I'm oh. looking. I got to ask around and see if I can weld that straight to the frame before I do my sifters, uh, my front section sifters. The only thing I have to do still, uh, if I can weld it straight to the frame now or wait until I install those. So I would not. You would, would not yeah. weld it. I would not weld it until you install them. Okay. Are you well, going to be I, doing I it twice? Know. I don't know if my... Did I? Well, yeah. Hmm. It's but, interesting. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's okay. been a, it was a great trip. We need some We need some key information here. Where did you go? Yeah. So, me and Brian headed out after work on Friday. We got there at about, I think, 10, 30, 11 o'clock on Friday. Uh, woke up Saturday morning and headed to Vandy's. <laughs> What's that? Mike has got his hands up in the air going, where? Where did you so go? You said where, and you're like, oh, we went there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, so, yeah, that makes sense. It was um, fantastic. He was to... thinking the same thing I was. <laughs> so you went to Vandy's. Vandy's. Yeah, okay, so, yeah, we went, we left central Illinois and headed to Missouri. Gotcha. To visit Trevor. To <laughs> so visit Trevor Torrens. It's so in suspenseful. Columbia. Yeah, my bad. I'm, I'm bad on the details. It's been a long day. It's been a, it's been a long multiple weeks in preparation for Memorial Day. And now I'm like, there's so much stuff going on during the week. I'm trying to catch up on all the things. So I've had a crazy work week as well. But yeah, so me and Brian left Central Illinois, went to Missouri to Trevor's, uh, just north of Columbia. Mm -hmm. uh, from there. So yeah, Saturday morning we went to Vandy's, which okay. is a it's basically a rich dude's a rich country dude's backyard. He has I forget how many acres, but it's just trails cut by a bunch of good old boys. Anything goes out there. It was ten bucks to get in, and I believe Trevor said that that included camping right. for the weekend. Oh jeez, wow! Um, like literally, the dude is just happy to to give everybody uh, a, place a place to, to have fun at. Yeah, that's that's me um, one day. Yeah, oh, it, it, it's def he's definitely living his dream. He was a super super nice dude to talk to. We we probably bullshitted for about 25 30 minutes, I bet. So That's awesome. And he he seemed to know Trevor pretty well too, which is which is pretty cool. Trevor's definitely happy that he's uh getting recognized for showing up, you know, there quite a few times. 
So, so is it real close to this house? Cool. Kind of becoming a regular. Uh, so Vandy's was about forty-five minutes from his house. Yeah. So yeah, not, it's not really close. too far. We had talked about that on the, yep. one of the podcasts with him about some of the off-road parks in Missouri. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep. Say, so we, me and Brian, headed down there without knowing what parks we were going to. We just knew that we wanted to wheel Memorial Day weekend. Nobody else really had many plans. And uh, I had crunched on my Jeep since Hangover Run to try to get it ready to go. And I finally had it slapped and slapped together enough to uh, have a make a weekend out of it. So, so rich man's backyard. How? What'd you think? Um, I want to say it's similar to the cliffs, not with how oh. the mud is, just right. size and ravine type. Okay. So a lot of a lot little shales cut through ravines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot more rock faces though. Right. But kind of similar, similar vibes, like very loose rules, mm-hmm. uh, similar kind of terrain setup ish. But yeah. more, more, it's actually Vandy's is really interesting because it, it's not what I've, it's not what I'm used to for Missouri wheeling. The okay. rock there gets really slippery, like it rounds over. Oh, whereas like flat, nasty, and moonlight, it still stays sharp. Right. So I was kind of fighting more, more traction issues than I kind of expected, I guess. Um, just, just because of the terrain type rather than, uh, you know, my, my Jeep performance, but. Would we decide that the yeah. rock was called down there at Moonlight Chert? Yeah, Chert Rock. That sounds Chert. familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wonder. Yeah. So I wonder if the rock up there is more of a um, harder stone, something yeah. harder, more dense, like I'm, a limestone or a, or a, a dolomite or something like that. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure, but I, you, I could definitely tell it was different. And then. A little, you know, jumping ahead, we went to the Loop on Sunday, which is Lake Ozarks Off-Road Park, and that was a more typical typical Missouri wheeling that I'm used to, very similar to Flat Nasty and uh, and uh, Moonlight. So, but uh, yeah, Vandu's is nice, pretty small. Uh, definitely, you can do it two days there, but one day you can pretty much get the gist of the whole park and, and have a good time doing it. Um, not a ton of big obstacles, but definitely some stuff that I was not able to get up. I went up a line that Trevor wasn't able to get up, which I was really happy to, uh, considering I'm, I'm on 35s, he's on 37s. We're both on low pro or uh, low pinion thirties, um, locked front and rear, both of us. He has hydro assist and I have a cage and those are pretty much the differences between the two. But other than that, we're both, both big shit boxes. So Myrtle, I'm so glad to hear you finally have a front locker. Yeah, that's uh, nice. Well, it it took a lot of work to get there, but yeah, I finally uh, <laughs> I finally had had a little uh, taste of it. I'm like, man, this is pretty cool. That's very cool. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, Vandy's was a, a good park. I mean, like I said, it was more me and Brian just wanted to get down and do some wheel, and didn't really care what we were gonna do. Mm-hmm. We had talks of going and uh, going to Moonlight. Uh, we had talks of trying to wheel on Monday, but that kind of a kibosh was put to that because I brought my dog down. Mm. And in order to go to Moonlight, I was going to have to leave her at Trevor's, which was an hour and 40 away. Oh. Go wheel like four or five hours at Moonlight, drive, you know, hour and a half back to his house, pick up my dog and then go home. So it didn't uh, didn't plan out. So we only wheeled the two parks that weekend, but still so a good trip. What so. was the second park? What's that? What was the second park? The second park was the loop. Yes, yeah, so, so oh, we didn't loop. end up like which I had been to. We had both been to before. Um, 
but yeah, we went to the Loop, uh, Lake Ozarks Off-Road Park, and this was Sunday. Um, we went, yeah, we got there. Um, yeah, Sunday morning, we kind of bandied my Jeep together. We, we did some, uh, we couldn't find big fender washers for my steering box bolts. Because uh, mm. they were kind of bending the frame a little bit. Didn't rip through it, but, you know, kind of, you could tell it was getting a little soft. So we got some flat stock steel and drilled some holes in it and uh, made some little, uh, yeah, just kind of homemade washers basically to kind of spread some of the some of the weight out or the torque of the bolts out onto the frame because I don't have my front stiffeners on yet. That'll do the trick. Uh, tightened up my front track, uh, track bar bracket. And then, uh, yeah, we went on down there. Uh, this was uh, Trevor. So yeah, Sunday or sorry, Saturday, me and Trevor went with Brian. Uh, then Brian ended up riding passenger with me. Sunday, his girlfriend uh, Christy also came. So we, all three of us, Trevor brought. Uh, Trevor had his gooseneck with their two rigs, and I had my truck and my Jeep. Um, we get there, we get unloaded, we start going around, and it's it is unbelievably dusty because just like up here. It has been very, very dry recently. Mm. So, yeah, we uh, ate a lot of dust that day, but the park was really cool. We, uh, yeah, did quite a few, quite a few big obstacles. There's a lot of buggy lines. It seems like buggy and bouncer oh. lines. Yeah, lots of real steep hill climbs. Not as, not as many like typical rock obstacles seems like. But I also don't really know how much of the park I saw because it was my first time going there. I didn't know if Trevor, if we just didn't get around to seeing more of the park or, or what. Heck yeah, um, that's awesome. This is the loop you're talking about. Yeah, now, definitely. Right? The loop, yeah. The loop. Yep. Looks yeah, like literally, it's about 500 I, I put acres. up a Snapchat. Mm. Yeah, I put up a Snapchat and you could see the, you could see Lake Ozark like in the background. Uh, it was that close. And on a couple of the ridges there, you can actually see like boats and stuff out in the water. Wow. So it's, it is literally that close to Lake Ozark, which is funny because I had probably 20 people who I knew back home who went down to Lake the Ozarks uh, for the weekend. Hmm. So <laughs> you were there, but yeah, basically yeah, right next to each other. Right. But uh, yeah, so we did that. Um, it was oh, good. Uh, yeah. No, mm-hmm. no breaks that day. Did a handful of interesting obstacles. There's, there was a big log section. Uh, basically like a concrete wall climb, but made out of logs, which I was shocked how well I climbed it until the very top. I started to slip. Um, the more throttle you gave it, the more you spun, like you had to just barely crawl it to get up there. Um, yeah, very neat obstacle. And then that whole ravine was just kind of plastered with buggy lines. Um, saw, saw a razor or a can-am, I think, uh, hit a, hit a, probably the nastiest buggy line there he did a couple tries he ended up getting uh started hugging a tree and broke his mirror off and reversed it back down he had his his wife or girlfriend in the passenger seat i don't think she was having a good time doing the Mm. doing the hardest line but it's fun (laughs) to watch them it's fun to watch them break their thirty thousand dollar rigs or you know side by side so Mm -hmm. yeah um yeah yeah the loop is uh loop you could probably stretch out to be a two-day park i think uh there's especially uh if you're if you could either mind eating the dust or if it's not as dusty it'd definitely be uh a little bit better um i'm trying to think what else i'm trying to kind of sum it up i don't know how much time you want to do on the main anyway i just wanted a recap of the weekend tell me how it went 
What'd you think of the, those two parks in Missouri? You said you've been to the loop before or no? No, no, we no, had no. not. I have been so to Moonlight and yeah. Flat Nasty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Both of them, both of them were new to me. And like I said, Vandy's, I think you could do in a day and be pretty happy with it. Mm-hmm. Um, the loop, you could probably stretch to two days and, and get your, you know, get a good weekend out of it. I got you. But <clears throat> yeah, you, think like I said, the, you think you could do Vandy's for two days and, and be happy? Um, you would drink a lot of beer. I think, I think you would have a <laughs> like a long lunch break and then you'd come back, you know, maybe around early supper time and drink a little more and then go out and, and wheel at night. Cause I'm pretty sure there's no riding hours there either. Uh, definitely, definitely. Like I said, it seems like, it feels like a, like a somebody's backyard and you're all just having a big cookout and, and just drive around. That's it awesome. really, it has that, it kind of has that just kind of backyard vibe, which is cool. It's definitely, uh, definitely neat um yeah then uh the loop yeah the loop actually is from what trevor said they they are continuing to cut more and more and more trails uh there's machines out in the in like excavators and dozers and stuff kind of scattered throughout the park just clearing more trails and and making new buggy lines and everything they're definitely uh trying to make that park uh trying to invest in it i should say that's good to hear that's it is good to hear that's a couple mm-hmm. of parts yeah, i haven't yeah. heard before yeah yeah i'll say it's it was worth a weekend for sure and like i said i was trying to I, I, well another thing is i was not for sure that i was actually going to get off uh we get to get the weekend off from work so i found that out uh friday at 2 30 that i was getting off at three o'clock and i wouldn't have to come back till tuesday morning so I said, sweet. And, uh, it was kind of nice to go down and just kind of have a nice relaxing weekend and test out the rig that I've been working relentlessly on all the weekends since, uh, hangover run. So, and the fact that you guys wheeled two parts in two days is kind of awesome too. I'll say the goal was three, but I like, yeah, kind of a logistics thing. I didn't really think about, uh, having to come back and, and get my dog from his house. So, right. but, but yeah. Yeah, definitely uh, a good weekend, and I'll say Brian knows what he needs to fix on his. Trevor, I can't remember what Trevor, Tre- I know Trevor wants to finish his front 44, his JK44, which he was hoping to get done. I think it's trussed and ready to be kind of final assembled, but uh, he wasn't able to do that yet. And then I tested, uh, my cage was new, My the have, driving with a locked front axle was new, that's cool. Uh, absolutely my stretched my stretched leaf spring buckets front and rear uh new wheelbase new drive shaft uh i'm wheeling on four tens now my foot my axles have four ten gears oh shit uh, from uh 355 so couldn't i drove it around my neighborhood didn't really notice any difference uh drove it down to a buddy's house and, and went up a hill just kind of as a little test to make sure the locker worked it almost actually turned into a roll cage test. This was three days before we left. <laughs> I, I got kind of sideways on a down tree on the side of the hill and it's all soft dirt and I'm digging in and I uh, backed up. I smashed my uh, passenger side taillight up against the tree, but luckily I got out of there. I'm like, okay, test worked or the test is done. Front locker works. We're ready to go to Missouri. I don't want to test anything else. <laughs> the, uh, I can't remember. Were you already locked in the rear? Yeah, welded. Yep. Well, oh, this is another thing. I have an 8.8 now. So oh, I swapped out the E25 to an 8.8. Um, 
which is still stock shafts, not no C-clip eliminators yet. So I honestly need to do uh, some wheel spacers just to get the axle or the wheels out a little bit. They're pretty pretty far inward right now. They're the Explorer 8.8 is a little bit narrower than uh, stock Dana 30. So oh really? Now I have I have uh, Trevor's stock 8.8 shafts because the C-clip eliminator shafts are not compatible with uh stock shafts they yeah. use like yukon sells a kit for c-clip eliminator shafts and, and whatnot and i haven't bought that yet so trevor gave me his so now i have two sets of eight eights and i know kyle is uh kyle mang is has an eight eight down at trevor's i left a little memento for him on his diff cover mm-hmm. um and uh he's gonna have probably stock shafts so i'm thinking I'm just going to run wheel spacers and everybody else's stock shafts until I break enough to where I also do C-clip eliminators. I'm going to try to do the cheap route for a while, but I had really good luck with it this weekend. So no complaints. Heck yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. You don't beat on it too hard. So, that's yeah. quite a while. Well, I was thinking, I was yeah. going to ask, did that change your driving style any now that you have a locker? Not really. Honestly, no, you uh, still just beat the I, fuck out I, of it. I, mm, yeah, that's true. I, I did get pretty rowdy on a couple obstacles. Uh, the one obstacle I made it over that Trevor didn't, I was, I definitely, there was no reason I made it and he didn't. It was just a matter of luck and a matter of maybe a little bit more throttle pedal. But yeah. I think I was at 95% and he was at 88% maybe. Like, if you it was haven't, just, let's say, if you haven't wheeled with Andy Myrtle, um, <laughs> when he gets pissed off, it's just foot to the floor until it rolls over. I'm a momentum person. I like it. <laughs> momentum momentum fixes problems that driver skill lacks. Uh, momentum breaks shit. Well, that too. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, like a steering box and a ball joint and a front axle shaft and. Yeah. <laughs> Shall All I that go on? Stuff. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. But I have chromos. My the 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 reason I have Sweet. that low pinion is because it uh, came with chromos. In so I picked tens. up, yeah. So it, yeah, I picked up. It's a it's a yeah. TJ. So low pinion thirty with chromos, and uh, the eight eight out of an Explorer. Yeah. Set up with leaf spring mounts for an XJ, and then I have five Super Swampers that I'm. I actually need hopefully one of you guys to deliver me, uh, Tom's, Iron Rock three link, long arm, <laughs> and you can bring back a set of five Super Swampers for Tom. Are you are you coming to the event this weekend? So I don't know if oh. I work Saturday. I only work till noon, so I could still come oh. later in the day. It's only a two hour drive. It's not the end of the world. Um, I could probably but, get Tom's lift kit closer to you. Yeah, I'll say I'm mm-hmm. the my route. If you drive past my house, it's only like ten or fifteen minutes longer drive than going uh, like over towards Peoria, basically. Right. So from Champaign, Indiana area. I put it in the Patreon chat, so hoping somebody will be able to take it. But I think Brendan is also available. I haven't talked to him yet, though. So I well, yeah. will text Tom right now. Okay. Because so, if I can make yeah. that work, then yeah, I'll bring his tires back and uh, I'll pick up your, I'll take his lift over there and bring your tires back. Or yeah, that thing. Yeah, I'll I'll say, thing. I didn't know how busy you were going to be, especially bringing busy? your... Uh, liberty and and everything else i was like well maybe mike mike i think mike's just going up there to play with some rcs and say hi to everybody and maybe drink some beer so 
he might that's, have some time to oh, shit. drop that's true i'd probably have more time than steve steve you're gonna have your family with you aren't you or is that not happening yeah yeah i think so okay i'm just saying i might be able to swing <laughs> some stuff i said I also might uh, be picking up uh, be a TRX four Traxxas, the oh, nice. F one fifty. Yeah, I think I'm picking that up. Hopefully uh, before Saturday. That way, if I do have the day off, I can go up there and uh, do the course because I've been out of RCs for probably six or seven years, and I've been itching to get back in. So those TRX fours are a pretty sweet rig. I think they have portal axles too, which I think is kind of neat. They do, and they have electric lockers. I was really bored at work all day, so I just watched videos and read up on them. So, yeah, very. Uh, I was between that and a Axial SCX 10.2 kit, or it was a it was a built kit that I was just on marketplace. It was seemed like a good deal, so I was like, hmm, I should do some more research on these. Then I called my local hobby shop, and he actually has three TRX fours in stock. So I'm like, hmm, I might just go pay him a visit. Yeah, so. I mean, don't get me wrong. Traxxas does a lot of things right, but I feel like Axial really knows crawlers. Like, I, I mean, they're the OG. Yeah. Like, the oh, Scorpion yeah. was the original, like, RC or out crawler. So, Traxxas is just like, we're going to yeah. jump on the bandwagon. And don't get me wrong, Traxxas' R&D department is fucking huge. So, they're just mm-hmm. like, let's put, like, electronic lockers and dig that you can do from the remote and portal axles. Like, they do all this cool shit, yep. but... I don't know. It just doesn't feel. It just feels dirty to me to run Traxxas crawler. I'm not saying you well, shouldn't I don't do need it. Another, You'll have a blast, but I'll say I don't need a. I don't need that deep of a hobby. And I was talking with Trevor and Kyle today about it because I know they're big RC heads. And I'm like, yeah, just putting the feeler out. How does this sound? And they're like, they're both really good. And they they were more leaning towards axial. It sounded like. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've been, I've had a Traxxas since I was probably four or five. For some reason, my dad bought me a $500 or $600, uh, Traxxas Emacs, the first generation, mm-hmm. which you oh can't even find. Oh, they don't even recognize, they don't even recognize it on their website. It was, That's it they was were such trash. a, well, <laughs> I have a lot of fun with that. <laughs> Dude, had I owned one of those for, I bought it, like used at a hobby shop. I had, I think I owned it for like a day or two and I resold it because it was like, 12 miles an hour and it like eat batteries and it was just it was just bad oh, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it was uh i said I've, I've had traxxas pretty much my whole life except for i was wheeling and dealing in high school and I, I found myself in the position where i'm like i should i need some money quick so i can buy a bigger dirt bike and i think i sold all my stuff then and haven't been back into it since so didn't you come down to the rc event like yes and i was jealous the whole time yeah pretty much yeah i just started listening to the podcast and i'm like i want to meet these guys and i'm into rcs and yeah and you still didn't get into rc until potentially tomorrow or the next day yeah so you said it's a (laughs) trx4 hello 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 you sound like aliens right now that's weird you don't yeah you sound fine it's something Steve Are we did. good? Steve, did you hit a button on accident? No. Okay. We good now? Um, I can, yeah, you're just sounding like aliens right now. I don't know how to help. Really? You. Can't explain yeah, that one. Like really bad. Nothing changed. Okay, well it's good talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Are we still aliens? Okay, well I hate to Okay, we'll just hang up on him. I'll call him back. That was weird. Clearly, that call got compromised. I guess something happened. 
call back to Myrtle. Hello. Hello. Are we still aliens? Way better. No, okay. I can hear you now. All right. Let's... So you said it's a TX4, TXR4, TRX4? Dude, the TRX4 yep. that you should get is the Blazer. That thing is sexy. You definitely should get the Blazer. Well, I'm a Ford guy, so you see. Uh, yeah. like too bad for you, isn't it? The first yeah. gen TRX4 oh, well. Blazer, the orange and white. Oh, my God. Yep. Yes. That one is. I will admit they do look good. You know what, we, you know what yeah. they should have done? They should have made a Bronco. They did, but it's the the Bronco is the smaller one. The TRX four oh. that I'm looking at is a high country, so it comes with a lift kit and bigger tires uh, from factory. That sounds yeah. good. The Bronco until you try to take it RC rock crawling, and then you're like, get oh, the, I tip over. Get the dent side. Get the Bronco. Come on. Oh. You guys are Come aliens again. On. Are you kidding me? That's so weird. Okay. It's got to be internet or something, I think. I don't no, know. It's fine over here. I got full, I got service and everything. So, okay. We love you. Hopefully, okay. we'll see you this nice weekend. Nice talking to you guys. All right. Later. Hopefully. Bye, Myrtle. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> what the what was going on there? He was fine on our end. Dude, so this orange and white TRX4 that you're probably looking at right now, the K5, that's so gorgeous. I Look am, at the wheels. I can't find the orange and white K5. You can't buy it anymore. Oh. But my local hobby shop has one on the shelf. Uh, go get it. But it's $500. Is it an F-150? No, it's a... What? Did I you what, not oh, seriously say it's a, it's a K5 Blazer? Okay. So the newer K5 Blazer has like an eight hole, like aluminum cast wheel, like replica. Yeah. But the old orange and white one had like a steely with a chrome trim ring and a chrome center cap. Stupid good. Oh my God. Oh my God. They have one on the shelf. Yeah. They just say it's just new old stock. Oh. Oh my God. The wheels though. The wheels are what you want. How much? They want 500? Yeah. I think it's 500. Just go buy it. I want to just buy it and put it on the shelf. It's so pretty. The center caps actually say four by four on them. Like it's like, ah, uh. do all four of them say four by four though? I think they do. Yeah, they didn't do it right. <laughs> the front should be a lock. Well, you could get a little tiny locker or uh, lockout well, sticker. No, like the, the automatic locker ones on the front said four by four. Oh, did they? Okay. I think so. I think so. <sighs> but it does have a Dana 44 front instead of a corporate 10. Well, did you know it's got whatever that weird know? portal axle is that actually isn't anything. But anyway, what? I'm not 100 percent sure of this, but I couldn't find any other information. But it, it seems as though the rear axle in my Ram is a is a Dana 60. So what so you think it's a 60? I think so. Really? I don't know. I, don't know. I, I didn't, didn't do my due diligence, but like I was digging, looking for information. All I could come up with was Dana 60. That's strange. I wouldn't have guessed that. I mean, I guess it's possible. I wouldn't have guessed it either, but, but, uh, it's, it's beefy. She's a beefy reaxle. I'm surprised that you don't just know that. Like, I feel like I've never bought a I truck don't. without knowing what rear end was in it before I bought it. Yeah. That's why I'm surprised that you don't know. Well, this one here says it's a corporate 235 MM differential. So okay. maybe it's not a Dana 60. Maybe it's some Chrysler product. Can somebody message me and tell me? Because I really don't know. Will you just pull your RPO code and just tell us what it is already, Steven? How do I do that? I don't even know 
how to do that. Do you not have how RPO codes? Is that only a GM thing? They're probably somewhere on the truck, but I don't know where. Hmm. I don't know. It just says, on GM hmm. trucks are just in the glove box and like the numbers mean your options. Yeah, yeah but they're not. Okay. I will do some more research and find out what it is, but I, it's pretty beefy. She's beefy. I mean, you probably don't have anything to worry about. Just take good care of it. Change your lubricant often. You'll be all right. I don't know about often, but yeah. I probably should change the lubricant. Now. Well, you should change it every 15,000 miles if you're hard on it and every 30 if you're not. Oh my God. And the rear differential? Yeah. Really? Is that real life? Yeah, real life. Like 15 for like heavy wow. use. Like if you're like off-road, dusty conditions, trailering, and like 30,000 if you're, you know, just tooling around. I've never heard that. That's Toyota's standpoint. I didn't know that there was a differential interval. That is, like I said, I mean, that's it makes sense, but most Toyota trucks mm-hmm. are. Well, what's strange is that the interval is every 15,000 if you're hard on it, you know, like mm-hmm. whatever, like the severe uh, service table is. And the other mm-hmm. inter- interval is never. <laughs> it says check. Like for all eternity, you'll never change it. But I'll tell you, man, when we change those good? diffs yep, at 30, good. they needed it. I mean, that fluid is nasty. Anyway, that's how often I do my truck. I do it every 30. All, all the trucks. I will. I'm guarantee. I will guarantee you that mine has never been done. Then you should. If it's been 100,000 miles, you absolutely should do it. It has been 110,000 miles. Okay, well, get on it. Just like your transmission. When's the last time it was flushed? When's the last time I had a don't Dodge transmissions just shit the bed just because you look at them wrong? It's not like a Dodge thing. <laughs> uh, maybe. I'm, I think the eight, eight speeds are better, but. I will I will check with Rick on all of those things since he is the Fiat uh, super technician. Okay. Yeah, you find out and you do that. Change your freaking transmission fluid and filter before it shits yes. the bed. Before it shits the bed. <laughs> Dude, my truck has like the last 4L60E ever made in it. <laughs> I'm just saying, like 2008, that like 2009. I'm not even sure you can get it anymore. It's like the last every one. Every 20,000, Mike's like, "All right, fluid change." Yep. It's the second I got yep. it, fluid change. Fifty thousand miles later, fluid change. Then fluid and filter change. Then a flush. Like I, I do that shit all the time. Mm-hmm. I ain't messing around. <laughs> just saying. But anyway, Make sure sh- should we get the fluids. heck out of here? Yeah, we should go to the Patreon. Yeah, we should. Oh, man. I was totally going to shout out all of our partners on the front side of this podcast instead of the back side. Well, you're going to do it on the back side, I guess. Damn it. Hey, go check out our partner companies. You know, the people that we like dealing with and we like doing stuff with, like Chris, where I bought my shocks at last week. So check out Complete Off-Road, 58353. Maybe I should have that second. That's a rough day. 583-56358. No. No, that's incorrect. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not even sure I know what it is. Is it 583-563-563? No, I'm not even sure. I'm 90% sure that that's correct. Damn. That's that's bad. Yep. That's, You've said that that's number bad. out loud like 125 times and yet still. <laughs> still. 563. Five six three five eight three five three six three. I had it all backwards all the time. Chris is gonna be so upset again. If nobody <laughs> calls Chris, they it's got because of you. Anyway, uh, go check out 
Offroad Anonymous, Jake Tuma would like you to come check out his stuff. If you need any kind of fabrication brackets or any of your Milwaukee pack out needs, he has got you covered. Go check out Crawl Offroad because they are cool guys and they have crawler off-road gear. Uh, that's your recovery gear. It's all your synthetics. That's what they specialize in. Synthetic recovery gear. Soft shackles. They do have uh, uh, the winch line, kinetic ropes, and hoss fair leads, among a bunch of other stuff. Go check out crawloffroad.com. Uh, Morflate, M-O-R-R-F-L-A-T-E. They're coming out with their new compressor. Yeah, I thought they already came up with it. I thought it was already done done out. Like we no, no, no. The new no? compressor's not out yet. Oh, no, no, no. no. It, is, it is the, uh, not to my knowledge, it is the, what the fuck's it called? PSI Pro. The PSI Pro from Morflate uh, is coming out soon, or maybe it's already out. I don't know. I don't think it is. I'm pretty sure it's still in the works. But the PSI Pro is a digital air gauge on the compressor. You can set the pressure to what you want and then just walk away and go crack open that cold beer and drink the beer. And all of a sudden it'll go and it'll shut off and you're like, Oh shit, it's there and we're done. And so, uh, at least I think that's how it works. I'm probably lying to you. It sounds but either right. way. Go check out, go check out moreflate.com to find out when the, uh, PSI pro will be available. I think it's called a PSI pro shit. I'm probably just, I'm, I'm probably butchering this up. Remind me next time not to drink two beers while we're podcasting. So I'm definitely just I'll do my best. Off. So anyway, check out that and then check out um, Rory over at Rad Designs. It's a good dude. And if you need shifter stuff, he'll help you get your shift together. And then uh, one last shout out I wanted to give was Heat Treated Garage Podcast. Is that right? Uh, that like is right, but you're you're shouting out our competitor podcast. So I don't you could think just that not... it's called a competitor. We we're lucky to get an hour of podcast out a week. Um, if everyone only has an hour to listen to, then you just have to pick which one's better. Honestly, listen, episode seven, the review, court's review of uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Ah, uh, dude, that shit had me dying. Come to the Patreon. I'll tell you all about it. It was. Had me laughing on the floor. I was crack. I was mowing the yard. I had to. I literally had to stop what I was doing because I was cracking up. Uh, so definitely go check out Heat Treated Garage. That is Chris from Complete Off Road, and that's his podcast. And uh, it's him and his buddies just bullshit in the garage. It's definitely a good time. So if you like off road and and snowmobiling and just you know garage talk, that's a really good one to listen to. It's true, and they're not really our competitor. I just like giving Christian. <laughs> so all right we're going to the patreon you good you ready to go to the patreon i suppose i'm ready all right Steve, let's blow this pop stand are you sure you don't have any last words oh i maybe do you have last words i might okay mike do you have any last words sure okay my last words are change your fluids and not just your <laughs> off-road rig because everybody knows like oh i just went through seven feet of water i should probably change my diffs what about your tow rig? Did you change those diffs? Or are you still running around on the mud that was in there from when your truck was new? It's probably not mud, but it's probably not great. I mean, it's mud now. It's definitely got friction additive that you didn't put in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your shit's so, nasty, so change it. Yeah. <laughs> your shit's nasty. Go change your fluids. All right. We good? 
We done. I believe we're good. Thanks for joining us for episode 174, and we'll catch you on the trail. How was that sandwich? Oh, dude, it was so fire. Fucking melty cheese and ham and the bread toasted just right. Mm-mm-mm. I didn't butter fucking on there. like you. Ooh. Yeah, damn. Dude, Patty Gotta makes such a, a killer sandwich. Oh, her food's so fucking good. Yeah. I'm a lucky okay. man.